Every now and then we ask our friend Bear Grundle, Bear's Appliance Repair, to come on in the studio and take your comments and questions. You probably have a microwave, you got a stove, whatever appliance it is. I'm giving you just a little bit of grief. Now's your chance to get them answered. Bear, welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I could get into the multitude of comments coming in, taking me to task or attempting to. Do you want to take a crack at some of these, or do you want to answer some appliance questions? I'll leave those questions to professionals. I'll <laughs> okay. keep working on appliances. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you're the uh, professional when it comes to that. In fact, I had some uh, questions waiting for you when I teased that you were coming on like two hours ago. I'm going to try to find them here. At 35270 is how, in fact, you can get your questions answered. Bear Grundle again, Bears Appliance Repair. We'll get all the details for you. But if you got a comment, question, send them in. Tyler, got an appliance question. A burner on my stove doesn't seem to work on different settings anymore. It's either high heat or no heat. Is that fixable? Oh, very much so. Something like that is initially going to be just a bad burner control to where it's not being able to regulate that temperature again. Uh Give me a call, shoot me a text with the model number of that stove. I can look up parts and get you an estimate. Okay, how about we do that now then? What's the number that they should reach you? I'll get you to repeat this throughout the show here. 701-866-8230. 8230. See, I almost had it written down wrong there. That's why we're going to have you repeat it a few times. Uh, another question that was sent in uh, right after that. What makes a new microwave in a new home continually trip the circuit breaker when using any time longer than 30 seconds. I replaced the circuit breaker, but it did not fix the problem. Is it tripping the breaker when you open or close the door? If something like that is happening, it's possible the door switches are just not in a line. That can cause it to trip. Or you might just have a pinched wire in that cabinet to where a gentleman would have to pull that microwave off the wall and take it apart. Very good. Another one for you. Uh, where to go? I'm getting more messages. I pushed that one down. It's about a Frigidaire. There it is. I've got an 8 to 10-year-old Frigidaire side by side. Water and ice maker quit working for a few days. Started working for about a week, then stopped again. I've checked door switches and replaced the whole water inlet valve system. What's next? Could it simply be a frozen line somewhere? Thank you. Uh, very possibly could be a frozen line. Um, side by side fridge freezer combo that water filter is going to be in the upper right hand corner inside your fridge if your vent assembly is blowing that cold air it is very possible it could be freezing up that filter allowing you not to get water anymore okay so what goes into unthawing a frozen line like that i mean because i i asked because well, you think maybe on unplugging the fridge well guess what there's there's food in the fridge so what does a guy do yeah something sim simple like that is you're going to be able to see if you've got cold air constantly blowing across that back wall and freezing out your filter just by moving food around and putting different things in the back there can stop that wind from blowing against your filter, okay. causing it to freeze. It could be a frozen water line in the cabinet, stuff like that. You would need a model number to really truly look up your fridge and see how the diagram is, what style of fridge it is. I had a family member the other day that had a chest deep freeze and uh, went down because they only checked that area maybe about every other week because it's downstairs and person is by themselves. Uh, so they don't have to be cooking for a whole litany of people. That freezer is full of meat. And coming down to go grab whatever it was, realized, oh, my God, this thing has not been running and this is all spoiled. 
has uh, seemingly bro uh, caused the circuit breaker to switch. So why would it deep freeze? I, I mean, is that something internal or possibly something else? So something with a deep freeze like that, depending on how old that freezer is, if it's tripping your breaker, it's more than likely going to have to do with something in the compressor of that freezer. Okay. Whether your compressor is starting to get weak and it's starting extremely hard, that would cause a breaker to trip. Could be something electrical. Your outlet could be bad. Your breaker could be bad. But depending on how old that freezer is, that can cause some issues. What does an individual do to get the smell of spoiled meat and cleanse this whole deep freezer? Or is it just wise to buy another one? Uh, depending on the freezer. I mean, if it's a big 20 cubic foot chest freezer, nowadays you're looking at $1,200, $1,400 for a dang freezer. If everything is still in great working order, you know, bleach and ammonia, great way to clean it out. Throw some chunks of charcoal in there to help absorb smell, and away you go. Charcoal. charcoal You're just going out and buying a bag of charcoal and dumping it in the freezer, huh? Charcoal works fantastic. Really? Charcoal, newspapers, they really absorb that smell. See, this, the newspaper, does, I, I've never heard of anybody doing the charcoal thing before. There we go. Three five two seven zero. Bear uh, Bear's appliance repair. Give the number again here before I get more questions in. Seven zero one eight six six eight two three zero. Bear Grendel's our guest. More questions coming in right now. Tyler, uh, can the quick boil double burner on a Frigidaire gallery glass top stove be easily replaced? This is a ten year old model. Yeah, the burners are very easily replaced. Opening the oven door, you're going to have usually two to three screws underneath the main front portion of that cooktop that will allow you to hinge it up and the burner is right there you definitely want to make sure you have the right model and serial number so that you're getting the correct burner for it and of course killing power so you don't hurt yourself yeah have that shock moment where we've all had that before haven't we a couple it, times well that that's the thing here because uh you know the the old stovetops you just all right, you, know, you know, plug and play. You unplug and you just replace that burner. Now with all the you know smooth surface on the top there, it just seems more difficult, more daunting of a task. Yeah, your old coil top burners, there was no power put to that burner until you turned that switch on. Now with the smooth tops, every switch has constant power feed to that burner so that it tells you why if it's a hot surface. Hence, there's a hot surface indicator light on your stovetop. It allows you to know, hey, this top's hot. Stay away. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't even think about touching it. Bear Grundles, our guest, Bear Appliance Bear. We're going to come back. More of your questions coming in at 35270. Thanks to Adventure RV for sponsoring the Tech Club. He's not one to shy away from your phone calls either. At, uh, Laney Studio Lines at 237 5948. We'll have more with the appliance dude next here on KFGO. Bears Appliance Repair, you can find him at 701-866-8230. And get some free advice right now if you text into 35270 here on Afternoons Live or call 237-5948. Many people choose to text in the show. If you're a texter, I know that too, Bear. Whirlpool French Door Refrigerator Freezer. Condenser will freeze up and fridge will stop work or stop cooling. If we unplug and thaw out, it will go again for maybe a month. It's getting old. Whirlpool replaced the fridge once, and the second one does the same thing. Any suggestions? Those Whirlpool side-by-sides, they were pretty notorious to having a defrost thermistor going bad. 
I do believe if I was to look up that model number, it would be replacing your evaporator fan motor, defrost thermistor, the wiring harness, the whole works to correct that problem. Ooh, that sounds like a task. Uh, not not so bad. Not for you, of course. This is what you do for a living. Yeah, it helps. That's why it's uh, helpful to have that number to give them a call. Uh, another one for you, Bear Grundle. Uh, we have a frigid air gal uh, gallery oven taking a long time to preheat oven up to 30 minutes. Is this an element issue? More than likely not an element issue. I'd be curious if it is a hidden bake element and how new that oven is. If it is a hidden bake element, it is not uncommon to take around 25 to 30 minutes to get up to temp. What is a hidden bake so hidden bake element on these newer stoves, when you open up that oven door, you look at the bottom of your stove, you would always see the bake element around mm -hmm. the bottom. Now they are hidden underneath that bottom panel in your oven. Why? Easy to clean. That's what it is. It's convenience and easy to clean. You know what? But it's working pretty dang good before we decided to cover up the thing. Very much so. Convenience to clean or convenience to make sure the meal's ready for when people get home from work. Okay, now I'm just griping. Which isn't uncommon here on Afternoons. I just said, look at the text club here. Oh, <laughs> 20 years of doing appliance service, I could gripe about a well, lot yeah, of things. Well, yeah, let's do that because, you know what, I think about the the vehicle, right? It used to be easy. You could pop the hood, and if you had to switch out a light bulb, fine. Now you better get your uh, appointment ready because you're going to bring it into the shop. they got to remove a bracket. They've got to undo this, take the front off just to replace the light bulb. I imagine there are similar things of design, stupid, in the appliance world. Oh, very much so. Everything used to be analog, mechanical. You could hear an appliance and you knew exactly what it was doing. Now you could hear an appliance and it could be a water valve when it's the dang transmission that's making noise. Uh -huh. Nowadays, everything is so digital. One good benefit of being digital as they are, I can put them into diagnostics. It tells me exactly what that error code is. So I know exactly what component we are having troubles with. So then I can directly troubleshoot that particular component. That's why you need him. He's the appliance dude here. We used to have another name until somebody ripped it off from us, but that's a whole other conversation. I'm not going to get you in trouble with your buddy. Uh, appliance dude, my gas stove lights most of the time, but sometimes it doesn't. We have light. Uh, we have light the back burner to get the front one to light is what he's getting at here. Other times we have to turn the ring burner for it to ignite. What could the issue be? That makes sense. Do you want me to read it again? It sounds like what you're saying is they have a gas stove, gas cooktop, and they're not igniting properly all uh, the individual burners without lighting the other one. My guess is you either have a bad spark module failing or the burners just need a very good cleaning, taking them apart cleaning all the objects out of them, the junk, the food that's built up over the years and putting it back together. Wire brush type clean yep. or what? Okay. Uh, Tyler, question for Bear. My new LG glass top stove scratches. Any fix? The glass top? The glass top stove of the stove scratches, it says. Any fix to that? Those glass tops are hard enough that you really should not be scratching them at all. Depending on how new it is, I would reach out to where you bought it from. They might warranty that top and get you covered as far as that goes. But there are some really good products out there that are almost like a high heat auto wax where you can 
clean your cooktop and then put this high heat auto wax on them. Um, it's a cooktop cleaner and protectant. And basically, if you're boiling waters, starches, sugars, stuff like that, it boils over. You can just take a rag and wipe it right off. Mm. That would help cover up a lot of those scratches as well. Bear Grundle's his name. Bears of Plants. Bear in the studio here on Afternoons Live. Uh, question comes in. How do you clean the inside of a double glass oven door? The only way to clean those is to physically take them apart. You're going to have to pull that oven door off separate all the components of that door and physically clean it when it comes to some of those things that people probably should be doing there's there's traps there's filters on a variety of things that people don't know about what's your advice like what what's something that uh, somebody has an appliance that's a new fridge a dishwasher that hey you guys should be doing this regularly but you're probably not you know your water filters in your fridge the factory recommends there's going to be an automatic timer that says every six months you need to replace that water filter if you're using a lot of water, going through a ton of water, a ton of ice, yes, I would recommend roughly every six months. But if all you're using is just the ice maker, you get water out of the tap, once a year, you can replace that water filter. In your dishwasher, you know, your old dishwashers that are 15, 20 years old, they actually had a built-in food chopper in them. So they would chop up your leftover food and dispose of it. The way dishwashers are built now, the motors are too small. They can't have those choppers. So making sure you're scraping those plates, cleaning the filters down in the bottom from period, from time to time makes a big difference. More messages coming in. You got more time for us? Yeah. And we got a KFGO news update at the bottom of the hour. There's questions coming in about a front-load washing machine, uh, another one about a kitchen appliance that's currently uh, glass stove top, but cast iron. Uh, that's an easy question. Can I use cast iron on a glass stove top? Oh, yes. Yeah. I got a question about uh, one of those when we come back here. Uh, where we are, there's we had to have a water softener, so it changed some of the flavor. Otherwise, it's kind of salty. So we went with one of those upright water dispensers. You get the jugs. Mm -hmm. Had to actually clean the inside of one of those. Have you been familiar? Have you had to do that yet? Uh, vinegar works yeah. fantastic. And, uh, we tried the acidic crystals with that some I lemon. haven't seen yet. Well, that's what the uh, manual said, and I kind of regretted not going with the vinegar. So when I come back, I want to get your take on that. Because, boy, we had some flavors that we're not expecting after we did that whole operation. And I don't think it was me. I think it was, in fact, me following the directions for the first time in quite some time. Bear Grundle's our guest. Again, you want to call him after this to get him out to fix your stuff. 701-866-8230. That is Bear's Appliance Repair. When we come back, final half hour, we'll get some more advice to your questions. Lots of them coming in today on a Tuesday afternoon. Have a few obscure on these dates. One that kind of fits along with uh, this conversation about uh, repairs and what you can do in your home. And, of course, we'll see what's coming up on the Drive Time News. Jack Sunday is going to steer you into wild hockey. After that game yesterday, how well they rebound to keep those spirits up of 10 points. We'll find out later on right here on KFGO. You can sing along if you want, Bear. I'm good. Sometimes you get in included in some bits on Afternoons uh, Live when you're in studio that you're maybe not fully prepared aware, for. Or aware of. And occasionally those involve Celine Dion. Yeah, uh, uh, because, you know, other shows wanted to let you know about the important things that happened on this date. We want to find some of the most obscure things. Like on this date in 1996, Celine Dion single, Because You Loved Me, was released. Not that it hit number one, but it was let go on this date. 1979, this old house premiered on PBS and is a go-to for all you do-it-yourselfers. 
You ever watch that one? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I figured you are the demo that they were trying to reach with this old house. Now they have like their own channel, basically. Yeah. I'll put it on in here sometimes. Yeah, every now and then. Because it is my favorite. I feel like I actually can learn some things about home improvement yeah. on this old house as opposed to just watching yeah. a uh, like sped up version of people tearing apart a room apart. Yeah, and watching them go shop at Home Depot. Like, yeah. I don't care what you're buying there. I want to see you put it to action. I want to see you actually do the project. With those guys, it didn't matter whose segment it was that episode they yeah. broke it down and explained everything yeah i've done house projects based upon what i learned from this old house i hope by the end of today you're doing some of your projects on the appliances by learning from bear grundle bears appliance repair one more for you 1987 the game contra hit arcades you guys remember our contra no absolutely you don't yeah, remember contra all contra oh, i never got into gaming matches. So, question. Bear, Bear was one of those play outside yeah, kids. Yeah, uh, destroy things. You're a great smasher, I bet. <laughs> I was you, fixing everything. Yeah, probably. You had a wrench in your hand before anything. Before the rattle, you had a wrench. Uh, okay, Contra. The the game itself. Then I'll get back to all the questions that are waiting for Bear. As, uh, okay, remember the imagery on the front? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, do you think mm-hmm. they were based upon? It, it feels like Rambo, right? Or uh, Predator, right? A little bit, that jungly scene. Okay. Do you, were both of them based on Predator, or was one based on Rambo and one on Predator? Probably both, but now I'm now I'm forgetting in my brain. No, you're in fact right because people want to assume that one's after uh, Arnold and the other one's after Sly. Uh-huh. But there is imagery from the Predator movie on like still images that they ripped completely off. <laughs> Holding the gun the same way, everything, the stance, all of it. One of them they just decided to put slides hair on and put their red bandana and make everybody mm-hmm. think it was Rambo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, Contra was fun. You're missing out. <laughs> People are saying, hey, get back to it here. I sent you in a question. I want some answers. This one, I don't know. Tyler, I'd like to know if you were ever the recipient of a famous bear crackback block when you played football. And that's a 351 number, so we know that's one of the jabronis from back home. The answer, no. Have I seen it? Yes. Was I grateful that I was not the one that received it? Without a question. You like to stick a mean hit out there on the football field. Yeah, I had two different speeds, offense and defense, and I sure <laughs> love to hit people on defense. You're pretty dang good at it. Three five two seven zero. That's the questions coming out in. I'd ask you about the uh, acidic crystals. We don't need to get into that. I made a mistake. I will use vinegar next time. Uh, Tyler, I have a front-load washing machine that is not able to keep itself in balance when it spins. It's only five years old. I'm looking for something that is... Uh, where is it? Low water usage because I live out in the country. What brand of front loader top or, or top load would you recommend, or is it better for a front load? I just read it as it came in. My apologies. Your front loaders are definitely going to be your best water usage. That is going to use by far the least amount of water. So if you're on a septic system, something like that, I would highly recommend sticking with front load. Um, if it's not keeping in balance, I'd be curious as to what brand and what you have going on. It could be as simple fix as you just need some new shocks on it. Or it if it's starting to get extremely loud in that final spin, then more than likely you've got a bearing failure that would cause a lot of issues for you. As far as what brand to buy, nowadays everybody's building their product to last right around that 7 to 10 years. Doesn't matter what brand just depends on how many bells and whistles you want on it and go from there very good 
Bear Grundle's our guest, by the way. Bear's appliance repair. You can call him 701-866-8230 so he can come help you out. Uh, Other questions waiting for you. Tyler, uh, how do you clean a glass top stove? I can't get the ring off my, quote, favorite burner. So if you've got a ring that's burnt in there pretty good, um, a lot of the times what you want to use is just that nice flat window scraper razor blade, but do it while your stovetop is still a little warm. That's going to allow that all that debris to just scrape off a heck of a lot nicer. And then using a really good cooktop cleaner with, say, an SOS pad, a little bit more of an abrasive pad will help you clean it but then applying a cooktop protectant when you're all done. So if you do boil foods that boil over that have a lot of sugars in them, like your pasta sauces, you can just take that rag and wipe off that cooktop so it's a lot easier to clean next time. Great answer to that great question. Tyler, I have a Maytag uh, top load washer. Is there a filter that needs to be cleaned? Maytag top load washer. There are no filters per se on your top load washers of any brand. They're that hose from the bottom of your tub is going to go directly into that drain pump. Most of your front load washers will have that filter that you can access through the front, clean everything out so you you don't have your smells that build up over time. But unfortunately, in a top loader, there is no filter you can access. Another one for you. 35270 is where I'm reading your questions here at Afternoons Live. Bear Grundle, our guest. I'm Tyler Axis, your host. Tyler, good program. We have a three-year-old Whirlpool refrigerator with ice maker and filter watered. We have uh, replaced the filter frequently, but our water and ice seem to pick up odors from the refrigerator. Is there anything we can do? The, so something like that, um, your refrigerator has a holding tank in it that will hold just a small amount of water. That would explain some smells that you're getting in just your water. But if you are getting smells in your ice and water, I would honestly be looking at your water heater. You might have a bad anode rod that has failed, so that is not absorbing those minerals that you get into your water, hence you're getting a smell. Mm, Interesting. I just had to replace our water heater uh, and learned a lot more about that uh, over the course of this winter than I ever expected to. Was hooked up with a guy from you, by the way. Uh, this one has a model number included. I'm not going to read it, but I appreciate the person going to great lengths because you talked about the model number, but a GE refrigerator with bottom freezer drawer, including an ice maker from day one, there's always an excessive amount of ice buildup at the back of the ice tray. It appears as if some unfrozen water dribbles into the ice tray upon ice cubes, uh, dumping out. Is there anything that can be done? And then this goes on to say, Hey, like I tried the local places and help. Uh, so, again, it's a, a bottom freezer with the ice maker that seems to be an excessive amount of ice buildup. Uh, something like that. I would have to take a look at it and make sure that your fill tube to your ice maker is in the proper position. If it is, say, hitting the back of that ice maker just right, or if that fill tube was twisted in any ways, when that ice maker is filling and calling for water, it can cause it to spray and splash over Hence, you would get a lot of ice building up in, say, the ice bucket or on the back wall. All right. They keep coming in. I'm just going to keep reading them as they do. Uh, Tyler, a question. And there's no heater installation in the garage. Are there hacks or recommendations on freezer or refrigerator out in the garage? <clears throat> Excuse me. So a freezer will always work. 
that's never going to be an issue for you. Your refrigerator is what will never work. And the reason why is once your temperature in your garage has gotten colder than what your actual temperature in your fridge section is, that fridge will thermostat will never call for that compressor to kick on. Therefore, it will never cool down properly. So all you guys out there that got your beer fridges in the garage that isn't insulated or warmed up, it's not doing the trick is what I just learned. Correct. There was there was a few manufacturers out there over the years that made a garage fridge that actually had a built-in heater in that <laughs> freezer section that would allow your fridge to work in the winter. It didn't matter how cold it was. Gladiator was the brand. It was actually made by Whirlpool, but they stopped making them 10 years ago. Really? So, for all, because uh, I think about people that have graduated their fridges. Okay, well, you know, this one, it's done its job. It's, it still works. It's going to be a great fridge out in the garage. You're saying don't do that, unless it's that one. Well, I mean, if you spend a lot of time in your garage in the summer, sure. fantastic. Yeah, fair. I guess winter's only like three-fourths of the year up here. <laughs> you got a little bit of time to go out and enjoy it in the summer. Yeah, oh, biggest biggest thing is your garage needs to be above 45 degrees for a fridge to work in that garage. Did not know that. Tyler, great show. Question. Broiler does work on an old electric stove. What needs to be replaced? I'm guessing it says it's supposed to be a boiler. Broiler does not work on an electric stove. What needs replacement? So if your broiler's not working, it would be a matter of ohming out that element, making sure your element's still good, making sure the controller's putting power to said element. That's what you're going to want to be able to check. Um, just ohming out that things, out those things that are going to allow you to know if you have a bad component and replace it and fix it. Very good. Bear, if people need to get a hold of you because, you know, this question, they can't do it on their their own. That's why they need you, Bear's Appliance Repair. They come on out to the house, give it a go, and uh, try to fix these appliances. Where do they get a hold of you at? Yeah, feel free to give me a call or send me a text, 701-866-8230. Bear, it's always fun. You always fill up the text club with all these questions. Let's do this again soon, all right? Sounds good. Bear Grundle, our friend. He can be your appliance dude. You call up Bear's Appliance Repair. Again, that's 701-866-8230. I'm going to get you this final weather update for Afternoons Live. Eric Johnson will take care of that. Jack Sunday's the Drive Time News. We'll see what's coming on up here in just a moment. And wrap up Afternoons Live for a Tuesday afternoon next here on KFGO.